This isn't your typical podcast for working moms. This is Bad Moms in Business, a podcast that believes that empowered women empower women. Here are your hosts, Bridget Robertson, Amanda Sharp, and Danielle Monahan. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Bad Moms in Business, where we're talking all things nonsense today. (laughs) As always, (laughs) you know, we're just trying to get by and who feels that way with us? Mm -hmm. I hope everybody does. We can't be the only ones just feeling like nonsense. No, there's three of us and all three of us are feeling it in this week and this season that we're in. So I, not that we want anyone to be feeling all nonsensical, but I mean, I think that's reality right now. Yeah. I Just agree. know that if you are feeling nonsensical, you're in good company. <laughs> so, um, so I don't, I know not everybody likes, <clears throat> excuse me, Tony Robbins, mm. but he talks um, about life in terms of seasons mm-hmm. and, um, he said that the world as a whole is in a winter right now, which is really hard and um, tough. That could be financially, that could be emotionally, that could be like, you name it. It's just uh, the world as a whole is in a winter right now. But he said that that means that spring is coming and he's hopeful that things will turn around this year um, Hmm. for most people. Obviously everybody's got their own stuff that they're going through. Um, but I thought that that was really interesting that he thinks that everybody collectively is having a hard time right now. Mm-hmm. I always talk about seasons, but it's very mm-hmm. like personal that everyone's in their own season. You can't compare sure. yours to others. So I've never really looked at the whole world as a season. Mm-hmm. And I kind of appreciate that view. And for him to acknowledge that he feels that everyone's in a winter yeah. I appreciate that because I just feel like everyone's in a different hard right now. I, ugh, so true. So true. Like we're everybody's going through something, whether you know it or not. Yeah. And whether people speak about it, I feel mm-hmm. like a lot of people don't speak about the hard times. Mm-hmm. And oof. And I thought we were turning a corner with that. Like I thought Gen Z was, you know, coming up and they're they're like, you don't have to do it all. Like shout mm-hmm. from the rooftops. Like you can have hard days. Which totally true but like us millennials got a lot of rewiring (laughs) to do because i'm like you could tell me that all day and ask me (laughs) if my butt is sitting on that couch at the end of the night or if i'm like i need to do 400 things because i can't sit down (laughs) yeah i hear you i don't know i think the newer generations do a lot of talking and not a whole lot of action Oh, I'm just going to say it out loud. I feel like it's a lot easier to say that they say their piece and stuff like that. But to actually do it, you get to an age where I do believe you start to be more mature and realize my problems are not the world's problems. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you just I'm not saying battle it alone, but maybe not just battle it so out loud. Interesting. You know, you battle it with your trusted people, not just the entire world who, let's be real, how many of them actually want to see you fail? I I think, though, that is very generational. Like, I think we came up in a generation that was like uh, just vying for being first. Like, Mm -hmm. you're not first, you're last. 
and cutthroat and do anything to get to the top. But I do think that the the generation that's following us is a little bit more inclusive and like, if you win, I win, we all win. I mean, obviously we'll have to see as they age mature how yeah. that how that looks from a mm-hmm. worldview. Mm-hmm. But I I don't know. I guess I don't I did not grow up cutthroat. But I so it's hard for me to Oh I did align with you <laughs> when you say that, Bridget and Danielle. But I know we are very different people too. So personality definitely has to do with that. I don't know. I just I this newer generation, I just don't know. And like they carry great qualities too. So I'm not knocking them. I'm not yeah, knocking I know, them I at all. I think um, so a lot of the the Gen Zers that I see on line and stuff seem to be on par with how I feel about Gen Z as a whole. Like I do think that they are making some big changes. Um, but then the Gen Zers that I know personally, I'm like, what uh-huh. are you doing? <laughs> mm-hmm. I think there's a lot of talk, but is there a lot of walk? And, you Ooh. know, to be fair, I think I think Gen Xers and certainly the boomers thought the same thing about us. For so long, I was embarrassed to be a millennial. And then overnight, it was like it swapped. <laughs> it clicked for me that I was like, you know what? I'm proud to be a millennial. And then I was like. Oh, Gen Zers, they suck. <laughs> you know, <laughs> and, and it wasn't oh. until like really that I got on TikTok that I was like, "Oh no, I actually think Gen Zers are pretty cool." <laughs> I Agreed. guess I don't. I don't know about cool. <laughs> I I think different. If, if the ones who are talking the talk right now, um, once they are able to hold positions of power. I think the world will very much change where I don't mm-hmm. think that things have changed or will continue to change too, too much with millennials mm-hmm. in power. I mean, I do think that things will will shift a little bit, but Gen Zers are going to shake things up. I, I am certain of that. It might not happen tomorrow, but mm-hmm. I think by the time they're old enough to hold positions of power, mm-hmm, it's going to be a different world. I Yeah, I just don't know. I'll probably be dead by then, so I'd, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> I probably won't get to see any of the Amanda's bringing us down. I'm so sorry. Oh no, like, gosh. I mean, honestly, these old people in power won't give up their power. They won't die. You are not. They they won't die. They won't step down. They won't. Listen, like, you 80-year-olds, okay? Tell me. You've had your time. You've had your time, and you cannot tell me. And I'm not discriminatory against age. I assure you, I am not. Of course not. not. But when I see an 80-year-old making decisions for our nation and you know what eight there is they ain't all betty whites oh right where they like betty white was almost 100 years old and Mm -hmm. sharp as a whip still some of these other people they are just not well and they're making decisions for they're, a future that they're not going to exist. Exactly. In. Their their opinion, I don't want to say is almost irrelevant because maybe that's the wrong word, but they really don't know what they do not have a pulse on what the younger generations need. And mm-hmm. I also feel like they are less likely to adapt and <laughs> to change and to yeah. ebb and flow as mm-hmm. things pivot and change mm-hmm. in our society. And I'll stop there. 
<laughs> yeah, how did I, we get here? How did we get here? Because I so. said, you know, is Gen Z walking the walk like they're talking the talk? That's because I opened my big mouth. <laughs> and we'll see. I just yeah. want Gen Z to step up. I really do. We see so many influencer, quote unquote, influencers mm-hmm. that just talk. That's it. And the life they live behind their words really has nothing to do with what they're actually saying. Mm-hmm. And the truth comes out and it's this big like drama on TikTok and stuff. And so I guess when you see so much of that, you go, where are the actual real people? Yeah. It's so, true. Yeah. So it'll be interesting. Let's roll the dice. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danielle, you had sent Bridget and I a message yes. that you wanted us to participate in. Yes. Yeah, so I, at the beginning, no, at the end of last year, I found this guy, which I've been following this guy on YouTube for a long time, but he was talking about his journal that he always preaches at the end of every year because he sells like a specific journal. And, um, he was talking about how he sets it up and stuff. And so I did not purchase his. I just created my own because that's what I do. I like to mm-hmm. adapt things to be a little bit more myself. Hey, I'm a I'm a bullet journal person mm-hmm. and all of that. But anyways, part of what he had said was he took all of these different personality tests and he wrote them down in the back of his journal. And he said not because he needed like the validation of like his personality or anything like that. He just did it so he can be constantly reminded of what his strengths and his weaknesses are for his business, for his life moving forward. And I thought that that was really interesting. And I'm a big personality test person. If you guys have listened to Bad Moms in Business for any length of time, you already know this about me. And so I went on, I scoured all the websites for all of the free ones. And so I told you guys that you guys should take them and we should talk about them on the show sometimes. And so I think you guys took the Myers-Briggs, mm-hmm. which is a pretty lengthy one, I think. Yeah. And there can be 16 different configurations of personalities in this. And um, yeah, so we can talk about our results. <laughs> Who wants to start? I I'll, I guess I'll go first. I'll, okay. Because you guys were like, surprise, surprise. <laughs> yeah, I was not shocked by your results yeah. whatsoever. Um, how do you say it, though? So it's just the letters. It's the... You know, is that what you're talking about? Or are you talking about like I actually well, he's got a name like protagonist protagonist. Oh, pro- oh, protagonist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I thought you I were talking about the letters. So what are really your letters? Overwhelmed by the English language. Thank you, Bridget. Uh-huh. We all know this. We all know this. It, ha- it happens. Um, I'm not. What are your letters? Either. <laughs> so the letters are like the E N F J dash A. She, she shakes her head like she knows exactly what that means. Okay. <laughs> well, go ahead and talk about it. Read well, what it says. So do you want me to go like through the mind and energy and all that stuff? Like, or, what do you want to say? Well, I guess I'm not surprised. I mean, it's saying that I'm way more extra, extroverted, right? Of course you are. I'm intuitive. Yep. I am 81% feelings, <laughs> mm-hmm. which I, I get. And this one I thought was interesting because I think I'm hung up with the word judging. I'm 68% judging for tactics. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, when you lump it into tactics, I guess that kind of makes sense. For sure. Um, Identity, I'm 88% assertive. (laughs) Um, 
And so it's just basically like for me, it's you feel called to serve a greater purpose in life. You're thoughtful and idealistic. And these personality types strive to. Um, and I didn't I cut it off. <laughs> yeah, I'm really fine. lame. Sorry. <laughs> I think that that's super interesting. I uh, yeah, I'm not surprised at all by your answer. Um, I don't know that I would have been able to pinpoint every one of those, but like, I mean, once you read it, it's like, okay, of course that's Amanda. Mm -hmm. So, um, this is very interesting because I just literally quoted these words and I didn't see this. So it says they are genuine, caring people who talk the talk and walk the walk. (laughs) See, there you go. (laughs) Oh, wow. (laughs) Segwayed nicely. Yes, it did. So I am what... I guess I want from other people. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's cool. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Cause I could be like, I want everyone to be organized and decisive, but if I'm not organized nor decisive, how dare I? <laughs> <laughs> and I do try to say like, I would never expect somebody to do something that I wouldn't be willing to do or I'm currently you do doing. Say that. So mm-hmm. I guess there we go. There we go. So that See? that's mine. It all makes sense. <laughs> I couldn't say the word, but that's all right. Bridget, I was surprised at yours. I was surprised at one part of yours. Me too. Me too. So um, I am I-S-F-P-T. Okay. So Indigo, Sierra, Foxtrot. Ooh, look at you go. What? Boom. Okay. Okay. I was like, wait a minute. What are we saying? And then Uh it's fine. Um, so it says that my personality type is adventurer. I am flexible and charming, always ready to explore and experience something new, which I'm not sure about that. (laughs) (laughs) The look on your face. I know nobody can see you right now, but like, you're like, "Mm, I don't think so. I mean, I am charming. Yes, you are. (laughs) Just kidding. Naturally. Okay, so I'm going to do the the one that is shocking last. Um, My identity, assertive or turbulent. I'm 71% turbulent, um, (laughs) which means I'm self-conscious and sensitive to stress. Yep. Which I think should be no surprise to our listeners. No. Um. Between judging and prospecting, I'm 51% prospecting, which means I'm good at improvising and adapting to opportunities. I don't know about that. Well, I know. <laughs> what, what percentage was that at? 51%. So, I mean, you you hover the border, right? So, like, mm-hmm. you might just be slightly better at that than not. Yeah. Or you could have just been, like, one question off of, like, answering that. Because, like... The, the thing that I find difficult about these personality tests is really making sure that like I'm answering them honestly and not the way that I want to answer them. Correct. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I, you really have to go in with like a really blank mind. Well, I said I, that to someone once that I have a hard time with them because if it says like you're funny and nice to everyone and everybody loves you, like, of course, that's what I want to answer. Right. Exactly. <laughs> It might not be true, but that's what I want to say. There, when in doubt, I hit the middle. Yep. <laughs> I'm like, well, <laughs> and I know what question really skewed me on this one was because it was something about judging. 
And I was like, I answered honestly. I was like, I do judge people. Like I am not necessarily in a bad way. Mm-hmm. I size up a person very quickly. You sure do. <laughs> I I really do. Good or bad. I'm not like, it's not meant to be offensive to the person, but no. I'm just very quick to evaluate. And so I know I did strongly agree on that one. I was like, yeah, I'm going to regret that later. <laughs> That's so funny. Um. That, that is funny. I'm 51% feeling versus thinking. Um, 60% observant, which means I'm pragmatic and down to earth. I like, I like it. how she says that with like a, a look mm-hmm. in her eye. <laughs> um, but here's the one that was shocking. Mm-hmm. Danielle's so ready. I am. I am more introverted than I am extroverted. Which, what? But it was a small, again, your your margin was very small. Mm-hmm. 51%. But um, what? <laughs> like, <laughs> I was shocked. I know. I know. But I think the older I get, the more mm. I enjoy being at my house on my couch reading a book. Mm-hmm. Mm versus like there's nothing better than that right nothing i mean there are things better but Mm -hmm. sometimes i just choose i don't know um i i am an extrovert but there are definitely times where i'm like i need to be by myself so how would you say you are recharged are you like you've just been drained. You've had the worst day ever. You are just absolutely completely tapped. Mm-hmm. Do you feel better being around people? No. Or I do want you to feel better being alone. Alone. Same. But okay. one thousand percent. This is where I don't love these tests all the time because one of the questions that I know hit probably all of us was it said something along the lines, are you energized after a long day or something like that if you go to a party and you're around people. I don't know Mm -hmm. a lot of people who would actually say yes to that if they're exhausted. The first thing they want to do is go to a party. I don't know, honestly. I know some pretty strong extroverts in my life and like they they cannot be alone. And I say that as nicely as I can. Fair. But That that used to be me. But mm-hmm. there's a big difference between like going having a cup of coffee with a couple friends sure. versus like sure. they had to use the word party. Like, no, sure. I don't even like to party naturally, but I love hanging out with people. So I yeah. thought I thought that question was a little unfair. That's that's fair. Yeah, yeah I'm not, I mean, obviously, I'm not a partier, right? We don't. Very clear. <laughs> Danielle's past different. Danielle don't know her. Don't yeah, know her. for sure. I hear you on that. Um, <laughs> Yeah, there used to be a time where I could not be alone. No way, no how. If Chris was gone, I was calling every person I knew to see if somebody wanted to hang out with me. Oh, my gosh. No, I cannot even imagine that. Well, only child, right? Like, I feel like there's something to that. I I am so used to spending time alone. Having two little minions on me at all times, it's hard right now. What's yours, uh, Danielle? Okay, so I was an INFJ. I don't have my percentages anymore um, because I did this forever ago. I should have retaken it last night, but I didn't. 
Um, so I'm introverted, intuitive, feeling, and judging. Um, my uh, introvertedness was literally like 90%. Um, <laughs> and I am surprised it was not more because for real. Like, don't get me wrong. My husband, my family are an extension of me. Sure. So like right. I am around them 100% of the time and I am fine with that. Mm-hmm. But like I need I need my alone time. Um, but so mine is called the advocate and it is rare. Only 2% of the population have this. And I was like, oh, crap. <laughs> what, does that, what does that mean? I hate that. Um, but I think so you were an ENFJ, Amanda. Um, let me let me so pull it up here. I am an ENFJA. Fun. So we are we are fairly close, except you're a hardcore extrovert and I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> um so my strengths are that I'm create creative and insightful. I'm passionate, altruistic, caring, loyal, determined. But my weaknesses, I'm sensitive to criticism. I'm reluctant mm-hmm. to open up. I'm a perfectionist. I avoid the ordinary and I'm prone to burnout. Mm. Which, yep. Yep to all of that. Mm-hmm. I oh, I yeah. also find <clears throat> that I am super sensitive to criticism. But when it's somebody who's trying to make me feel like I'm an idiot or like I I'm hate I have such a hard time with that. I feel like that happens quite a bit in the industry and profession that we're in because there are a lot of people who do this for a very, very long time, which is really amazing. I think that's yep. so cool. But I feel like a lot of times when they're, you know, 20, 30 years in the, in the game, mm-hmm. they tend to talk down to you. And I'm like, listen... <laughs> Like, this isn't my first deal. Of course I know what I'm doing. Like, don't, you don't, just don't talk down to people. Even if you're educating them and you want to educate them, there is a way that you can go about it and not speak down to somebody. I can't stand that. You know what else I hate? Quick side note, which I feel like is talking down to somebody. (laughs) When people call you hun. Oh, I hate it. Do not, do not call me hun. Do not call me honey. Do not call me sweetheart. I... We've I already talked- know what you're gonna say, Amanda. I no, already- no. no, and we've talked about this a couple different times on previous podcasts when we were talking. I don't remember how we, we land on this several times though in previous episodes. Um mm. I guess I have a I don't know. I I'm I, go ahead, Bridget. <laughs> Oh, you you had a lovely experience with a lovely woman. Yeah. Who said that to you, but she was not someone who was talking down to you. There's a big difference. No. Very much. um, If you're 80, call me anything you want. She had her age allowed her the right to use that word. And in the way that she used it was no different than her referencing my name. And I truly feel that. So when you're using the word hun or honey in a term of endearment for somebody, I don't think it's wrong. Um, I can can accept it. Correct them. I I can accept it. I will not, still won't like it. Sure. Personally. um, But I will never say anything. Um, And let's be honest, I'm not going to say anything to anybody because I'm a pushover and a people pleaser. (laughs) Um, But I absolutely hate 
when people use it, especially men. I don't like it when men use it. No, it's gross. Because they just assert their dominance right over you. Also, the handshake, the, the male version of a handshake, when they go to give you a handshake, they will slightly rotate their hand to be on top of yours. <laughs> I want to punch you in the throat. And I'm not even kidding. I get angry. So, okay, let's mm-hmm. let's digest a handshake here because I'm curious how you guys do this because I've never once felt inferior in a handshake, Danielle. Oh, I am a I'm not a hugger, okay? I'm not a hugger, so I feel like Amanda when you when you greet people, you're you're such a hugger and you will immediately yeah. hug people. I handshake because I'm just not a hugger. But I do handshake a ton. So, mm-hmm. I'm trying to understand the the angle, maybe I'm the angular. Ooh. And okay, I come in now. at the angle right away and they are submissive to me without even Interesting. knowing. Interesting. Ooh, I would love that so hard. Because <laughs> it's never a straight up. I think I'm an angular. Danielle, you hate Amanda, me. <laughs> look at you. Sassy. I like it. <laughs> I, well, I need I'll to start be, taking that approach. I'll I just, just go in you, for a handshake. Like, it's a straight thing. And then nine chances out of ten, if it's a man, my hand is getting rotated underneath. Okay, Bridget, how do you go in for a handshake? Like, yeah, it's I hard to be... Oh, oh, I am the angular. Oh, Amanda, you savage. I'm so proud I, of you right now. And it's I'm a right-hander. I mean, I'm a firm shaker, too. I once knew a man who would shake your hand so hard, it felt like your hand was being crushed. And I wish I was kidding. Like, it physically hurts. Who was this man? Obviously not the name, but how did you know him? Through church. Mm. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Bridget's face. I know we're not doing video anymore, but <laughs> we can see I it. I wish in- we were. Because that face would be going on our pictures. Bam. Boom. <laughs> mm-hmm. Oh, there ain't no place in church for a hard handshake. Get out of here. My favorite is that he did it to a, a, I mean, he did it to everyone, I think. Um, but one of the women he did it to, I was standing there and she was like, that was extremely hard and that hurt. And I, I wish like, I had. <clears throat> Those kind of cojones, you know, like that. I wish that I had that to be able to be like, ow, that hurt. That's not necessary. But also that I would have just taken it and complained. She didn't look weak at all. She was just like, I like that. She was firm about that. Yes. Yeah. Instead of just being like, oh, ow. I need that. I need that in my life. And I don't man shaking a man's hand who has a softer handshake when he's shaking with a woman. I notice, like I look and I don't mind. I'm not offended if they go in light with me. I really am not. I think that's respectful. I am a woman. Yeah, I have smaller. mixed emotions on that. And I'm I'm less peeved by that than I am the, the rotate of the hand. I'm not going to get past this. I'm an, I'm the person you hate, Danielle. Yeah, but if it's a woman doing it to a man, that is so amazing. I love that so much. That man may not realize exactly what happened, but you know he's like, something was different there. What was different? Why do I feel slightly inferior? (laughs) Which makes me wonder, okay, let's go to who taught us how to shake hands? No one taught me. No, same. No. My mom never ever shook a hand ever she was a lady <laughs> like <laughs> what did you do curtsy <laughs> no, i mean if 
if she was in a different country, she probably would have. I mean, there would have been she just smiled. I mean, I think people were almost afraid to get too close to her because she was so like classy and gorgeous. They probably didn't want to like mess up her hair or makeup or something, you know? Um, so there was no shaking. She would not have shook a hand. So you I know I did not ask her what she would have done. What? She would kill me to put it on the podcast. Oh, okay. I'll call her. I mean, I'll ask her and tell you guys and update everyone, but she'd be like, don't put my voice on a podcast. It sounds terrible. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Love mama Rose. Um, and I don't think I really was around my dad a whole lot when he would be shaking hands with other people. Like we just, we lived in the country. Like it just wasn't like, you didn't shake your neighbor's hand every single time you saw him. Right. Just when you were trading cows and, and, yeah. uh, purchasing cars and stuff like that. Um, so I don't know who taught me how to shake a hand. So do you guys have any memory at all? No, no. I just always remember being told whether it was by my parents or. I don't know who, like a firm handshake. Don't go in like a dead fish. <laughs> wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. <laughs> but right. you go in, but you went in straight. Yep. yep. You never go into a hug straight. So why would you go into a shake straight? How do you know how I hug? What if, what, I may be. <laughs> I have hugged you before. You do not go in. I've seen you. You do not hug straight. That's so weird. You go in like you go in a way. You tilt. You tilt on a hug too. Yeah. So maybe that's why you I just can't. feel like. I don't know. Amanda, you are a fellow shorty here. You got that right. Are hugs weird for you because of your height? I feel like they're weird. Like, no, because I it, think hugs are weird because of my down. height. What? Hugs are weird because of my height. You think because, see, I feel like for you, like you mm. have the upper hand. No. Like it's all on you. Like if you just wanted to come straight in, my face is going right, right there, you know, right so, in the ladies. Yeah. Yeah. It is. <laughs> right in the ladies. Right I, in the ladies. I, no, should be no surprise. I control the hug too. Like I immediately am going in on a certain direction, and people know how okay, to. Okay, so my arm is up. Point. My right arm, my shaker hand is always up. I have the upper hand. Interesting. People must hate me, you guys. I am just gonna have. I'm doing a lot of self awareness in today's episode. I apologize to people. Does anybody do side hugs? Are side hugs? We're not. A thing? We are not like- the Duggars. <laughs> <laughs> it's true. It's true. Oh, some stuff side, is coming out about them. No, the that's way. right. A side hug creeps me out. I so, agree. This is why I don't do hugs, guys. There's too much to think about. I, well, it creeps me out because I automatically just go in for a real hug. A real hug. Yeah. And when I get the side as I'm going in, I'm like, oh, oh. That has happened to me oh. before. And that is awkward. Yeah. You're like, oh, I'm, I'm so And sorry. then it's just like. You're just like pushing boobs. It's weird. Yeah. And then your it's face is next to their the side of their like. Well, see, for me, no, off. because there we're, there's no eye to eye. You know, everybody's got to bend down. <laughs> so I feel like I do side hugs and pictures a lot. And that's OK. Like, mm. that's just like a side like hold. Um, so that does. I think people who are side huggers are avoiding a hug and just don't hug me. Listen, I'm just so awkward and I overthink everything. So I go in for the handshake, but then I overthink that. Okay. So you probably should do a reel on. We all should do a reel on this. Oh, Lord. Mine I'm probably not, is going to be. I'll do it. <laughs> what? How? How to do a reel? No, I know how to do a reel. <laughs> <laughs> like, what's the, what's the context? I just guess that. like. Yeah. How do you shake? How do you hug? Mm, okay. What are the rules? Like, are you like Bridget? I, 
in my wildest dreams. I cannot believe you guys. Straight yeah. shake. Just this. I don't understand the alternative. You go in. <laughs> but I feel like if you do that, you're like, you're I'm immediately going down. in like it's this. Weird. Instead of it being like a like, I just want a 50-50 handshake. That's what I'm in it for. Oh, I'm in I'm, it for a 50-50 handshake. A 50-50 handshake? Just this, I'm, straight up and down. I am, you know what I just thought of? Amanda, stand up and do that again. I know that this is an audio okay. medium only. But okay, Amanda's going in at a oh, she's going in on top. I'm yeah. I'm a, immediately. But here's what I'm telling you. When you go in like that which I think a lot of people do, I automatically, like, there's nothing I can, you know what I mean? Like, I think you're forcing my hand to be straight. Creating you, dominance, apparently, and I'm sorry. If you start the handshake like this, uh-huh. you've already... I'm controlling the situation. I don't like that. And I think that's how a lot of people do it. So, you know, I think that's why we're... we're especially so, men. Get yourself an angle. Maybe I need to work on that. Be an angler. Is angler a word? Yeah, but I think it means like fisher. <laughs> I could rebrand it to a handshaker. <laughs> I mean, there is a type of fish that's an angler fish. That's what it is. <laughs> the type of fish. There are those ones. Have, oh, my gosh, guys. You need to Google what these fish look like. An angler fish. Look it up. It's the stuff of nightmares. Angler fish. They are in the deep ocean. They are bottom dwellers. And like where there's no sunlight. No sunlight can penetrate oh, this far down. Oh, it's the stuff of nightmares, dude. And they have these things that that have like this bioluminescence light at the end of this thing that sticks out oh, of like, like their in face. Nemo. Like a Nemo. Yeah, well, I guess. I don't know. I haven't seen it. Um, <laughs> but they attract prey with this light and then they hum come with their big old um, mouths. Come into the light. Mm-hmm. See, I look at this. I guess it depends how big it is. As long as it's not too big to kill me, I'd be like, oh, it would just hurt. I honestly Are I you out of your mind? Do you see the teeth on that thing? Yeah, it would hurt. But teeth. if it couldn't kill me, like I, I rationalize, all right, it's going to hurt gonna sting but it's not gonna kill me i can live with that like sharks if you're you know, that far down in the ocean to where these things live you are not making it back up <laughs> i'll say that no, well you can and- google it and it says meet an angler in real life and it's like it's really just floating around there and you can say view in your space oh no i'm not doing that, that. it doesn't, look very, that. It doesn't look very big well we're gonna find out because i'm gonna put okay, it in my do it it looks real mean where's my phone I can say that. It so, does look all, all right. So when I'm being an angler handshaker, I guess you can reference this fish now because <laughs> because you're I, I've got my, my my teeth out. I'm clawing. I don't. But who taught me to shake that way? Somebody did. It must just be your confidence. Maybe. <laughs> maybe. But Bridget hates the fact that I make her tilt her hand. You know what no, I do not- do? Go ahead. It's not what? It's not you necessarily. It's just, it was a realization like, oh, of course I go in straight because everyone else is coming in at like I a, wonder, at like I a if, 178 angle. Right? That I don't know that I've ever, first of all, Amanda, I don't know if you and I have ever shaken hands. If we did, it was years ago. And probably very awkward for you. <laughs> <laughs> But I'm not sure. I'm not sure if it would bother me if a woman did it. 
okay, so there that leads to a whole different line of like thought process then. And you mm-hmm. know what I will say? There are a lot of people like if I'm I am a big hugger, but if I do shake somebody older's hands, like someone much older than me, I do more of like the double hand. Like I grab onto their hand and then put my other hand on it. And it's I like never a, do that. it's kind of like um I don't know what it is that I do that for, but like it, the motherly thing. Kind of I feel like, like that. that's what I, it would it would give me from you, not from other like from men again. I feel like that's an a dominance thing. But coming from you, I feel like that would be like a nurturing. Yeah, I think maybe that's what because I'll grab I'll shake with the one hand and then I put my other hand on it and it's kind for of anybody. Like, uh, no, like if they're older, mm. like pretty, like significantly older. I just find it, it. I don't know why I do that. I wow. Okay, this personality testing went into this whole different like breakdown. And, and I have stuff. I have one more thing that I just gotta quickly go back on this anglerfish. I looked up how big they can get just because I was curious. You're really um, they can get up to three feet. So homies okay, so are not super little. A three footer. But if they're kind of like light at the end of it too, that could be like just a foot of nothing. Let's see. Let's see. This is also being said by a person as a child. She was afraid to go into like when I was swimming in pools, the deep end, I would think that there's a shark in there. So let's just remember Amanda, not as an adult, still had irrational fears. (laughs) So shark don't scare me. Brandon and I went snorkeling and stuff when we were in Jamaica a couple of years ago. And I guess the whole time we were swimming, he like kept looking behind us like (laughs) something going to come up because he is so afraid of sharks. It just doesn't bother (laughs) me at all. That's probably stupid. But I guess I'm so suddenly in water. It would be very ironic if a shark actually is what did me in. Yeah. If a shark is what does me in. (laughs) We're pushed. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Why we're talking about personalities, Bridget, I think I actually told you this already, but I did not share this with Danielle, but because I'm just curious if she'll have the same struggles that we probably would have. Um, there was a TikTok. Okay. And it was a gentleman, like a psychiatrist guy, I believe. And he said that there was a survey that if a stranger was drowning and your dog was drowning, who would you save? And a third of the people said their dog. A third of the people said the stranger. And a third of the people said they just really don't know what they would do, which meant like two thirds of the people possibly would have went for the dog. Can you answer that? I have big thoughts on this. My dog or a stranger? Your dogs or a stranger? Ariel, I would let her drown. I mean, help the stranger. Straight face. Straight face (laughs) and No emotion. Zero. Um, So ridiculous. Here's the thing. (laughs) (laughs) I don't swim. (laughs) If you're drowning and I am the only thing that's going to save you, Rest in peace. I'm oh, sorry. No. And it's not because I don't want to help you. It's because I physically cannot. We will both drown together. So um, may God be with you. That's self. That's self-awareness right there. And self-preservation. <laughs> so <laughs> that's human instinct. <laughs> I don't respond well under that type of pressure. I tend to do a little freaking out and a little paralyzed 
oh, moments. That's a fair answer. That's a fair I answer. Um, but if I'm being super honest, mm-hmm. I'm going for my dogs. You know, but I'm sorry because mm-hmm. I love my dog so much. I am a dog person. I will go to the ends of the earth for my dogs, and I have already mm-hmm. with multiple of my dogs like the amount of money that i have spent on my animals is kind of insane and i would do it all again even if they don't love me because lupin doesn't love me he doesn't love me he loves dad now but i would what if it was not a stranger but a child oh uh, oh gosh the child of course bridget would you die trying for a child yes okay yeah, same, unfortunately. Look at oh Danielle so defeated. She's like, yeah. I am. I just love my dog so much. And like Lupin could probably, because of his size and the mm-hmm. arm length and stuff, mm-hmm. he could probably work up a little bit of a doggy paddle, but Kane is sinking. He is sinking to the bottom as fast as he can. That dog is all muscle and no fat and no no buoyancy to him. He is a tank and he is going down bear and he is a, like a so for anybody who doesn't know he's a greyhound so he's like a super skinny tank <laughs> like yes, he narrow he is going down so this is my determination and how i felt this way a dog a thousand percent would try to save any human oh you are not wrong there the normal dogs right Ariel may not. Not, not my dogs but none it's of not, my dogs it, but Skill is different, but if they were skillful enough to, they probably more than likely would always try to save a human being because they're just good nature. For that very reason, I'm saving dogs over the human. I, if I no, have time, I'm going. If I have time, I'm going after the human too. I'm not a good swimmer, so more than likely, there's not going to be time. Um, I'm, a, I'm a good swimmer, um, but I I'm don't not. think that I would be good at helping somebody. You know, I. I excel in those situations. So maybe my ability to be a better swimmer might actually happen. But if it was a child, hands down, because the the dog would want to save the child. Yep. There's no, uh, there's no doubt in my head. So, of course, the child would be saved. So, But I thought, like, wow, what a testimony. That's how crappy human beings are right now that basically the three of us would rather save a, a dog than a human being because there are so many really crappy humans out there. But there's I also feel like there's, there's something to um, animals are kind of helpless, you know, I like agree. they don't they don't know sometimes like what what's going on where a human was probably there by choice. And I'm not saying that that makes yeah, it any better. Stupid. But I'm just trying to rationalize in my <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Interesting. That should be a personality test right there. It should. Well, and this, the takeaway here is if you're a crappy human being, try and be better. So more people will be more called to save the human race versus the animal race. <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> just quick but also, say. I, the biggest lesson I've learned is if I'm going to drown, don't do it near a dog. Now, that is probably the most important takeaway from this podcast. The ultimate life lesson right there. (laughs) If you're going to drown, drown, drown. um, Away from. Do it away from me. A drowning dog. Yeah. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I get it. That is so clever. Thank you. I'm very Um, profound. 
So complete change of subject. Um, but back to this journal that I've been working on, um, on the front cover, um, he, this guy that I watch on YouTube recommends that you write down like your top 1% quotes that you hear throughout the Mm. year, like things that just really resonate with Mm -hmm. you. So you can have a place to like review back to it. And I heard a quote and I would like to read it to you guys because I have never loved something more. I'm just wondering if you might write, if I'm going to drown, don't do it by a dog. I mean, it's going in here. I think that's quotable. Mm -hmm. That is quotable. And put Bridget's name next to it. (laughs) Bridget Robertson. And I'm going to date it. (laughs) Okay. So this one, I feel like is, I think a lot of people need to remember this. One does not have to operate with great malice to do great harm. The absence of empathy and understanding are sufficient. Mm. I... That resonates with me and my life so much. It's crazy. Just because you can say something and you feel like you are saying it out of a place of love or doing something out of a place of love does not mean you are not doing harm. And I love that so much. I love that. Mm hmm. Uh, Amanda, you don't. I know. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I think one of the greatest things lacking right now in our society is empathy. Yeah, 100%. So Nobody I, I'm just digesting that as a, as a whole quote. I think um, people are terrible right now and they don't And you understand. know, I think there's a difference between empathy and compassion, right? Like I consider myself an empath. I take on what other people are feeling a lot of the time and it's a very burdensome feeling sometimes, but it's not really anything that I have learned to control. Like I can't help it. Um, I should work on that, but I can't, I think, um, compassion, like there is so little compassion right now. Like I'm not expecting people to feel what I'm feeling or to really understand what I'm going through or what the rest of the world is going through, but just to have compassion for the fact that like what we talked about earlier is like everybody is going through a hard time right now. We just may not know what it is. And I think having compassion for other people is so important. And I'm guilty of it too, right? We all get in in our own moods and in our own way sometimes, but. So let me ask you, Danielle, define compassion and then define empathy. Give me the difference. So, so empathy for me is absorbing what other people are feeling, feeling what they're feeling. And Mm -hmm. I feel like compassion is just understanding what other people are feeling. Like, like, for example, let's say I'm super sad. You guys can understand that I'm super sad without necessarily feeling sad yourself, where I feel like that's empathy is like feeling sad Mm -hmm. yourself. Mm -hmm. Now, I... Why I think empathy is so important, though, because... Oh, it is, for sure. Empathetic... It keeps you humble enough to understand what the person's going through, not just be compassionate about their moment, their season, mm-hmm. but actually almost feel a little bit of their pain. And and so I do think it's very important for everybody to, you know, feel that. Um, and there's just a lot of people who are not compassionate whatsoever either. The I feel like you can it like almost radiates off of people sometimes that coldness. Like mm-hmm. they may say something um, mm-hmm. where they're trying to not have it show that they care so little, but like you can feel it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm. I think similar to how people can feel like very empathetic people. Oh, yeah. 
you carry it a certain way. And Mm -hmm. that's where people say there's a look of evil. And I believe that. I could see that. I think it's, it's often, um, masked, right? So like, if we were to talk about like, um, you know, famous serial killers and stuff, like we can Mm -hmm. look at them now and be like, oh my gosh, look at their face. Like, of course they're evil. You know, like they just Mm -hmm. have a look of crazy behind them. Mm -hmm. Um, but I feel like so many of them are so charismatic and, um, manipulative, you know, that it's, that it's hard to see it in the moment sometimes, especially if you're like caught in the crosshairs, right? Like you're, you're starstruck by them. Cause a lot of times they tend to be really attractive people as well. And maybe a little narcissistic too, on top of it. And Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I think it can be, I think that part can be masked, but yeah, I do think that you can see the evil sometimes. Mm -hmm. And my theory is, I think if everybody's at least unconditionally loved by a person, we can stop a lot of serial killers. That's just, I'll go to my grave with those words. I mean, you think about the ones um, that are more popular known, right? Like they tend to have had very traumatic upbringings mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. they really haven't had anybody to rely on but themselves. Yep. That That's pretty serious. And not just taken care of, but unconditionally loved. Mm-hmm. There's a difference there. There is such a difference. So parents, step it up. Mm-hmm. I'm so feisty today. Sorry, everyone. I like it. (laughs) Turned into a whole different woman when we start recording. (laughs) (laughs) This is my safe space to like say these things, though. Exactly. We're just getting it all out there now. (laughs) That's right. Uh, right, Okay. So what else? We talked about TikTok quite a bit in this. Who are some of your favorite TikTokers? Oh, before I answer that, I have to say Danielle. Every time you say, I watch this person on YouTube, it's like when Bridget says, I listen to a podcast. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> and I thought that. so much less cool. <laughs> Podcasts are so, like, like bougie. Interesting. <laughs> and I don't know. And then it's like, I watch YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> You're a millennial. <laughs> so you've said it like three times and I keep like meaning to say that out loud. So I just had to I, say that. Okay. I am a YouTuber. I've gotten off the train um, quite a bit over the last like probably two years or so. And TikTok has mm-hmm. more taken over. Mm-hmm. Um, but I used to watch YouTube. Like I did not watch TV. I would watch YouTube. And so I still have my my handful of mm-hmm. OG YouTubers that I will sure. continue to support their channel. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I can't say specific names because I don't know their names off the top of my head. But what I'm really into on TikTok right now are these people who do these amazing baking things. Hmm. <laughs> I do and not watch like so baking. Aesthetically pleasing, and it's to this music. And before I know it, three minutes of my life is gone, and I watch them make a cherry tart that I would never even eat or make. But it's just, it hooks me. It just hooks me, and it's relaxing. It's like, meditation i don't know so i have a handful that i follow so listen if you want a new follower just make some cherry tarts and apparently i'll be there oh man that is not my vibe Mm -mm. i do not bake i do not cook i don't want to watch other people do it because it'll make me feel guilty (laughs) it's so relaxing to me right now it is so relaxing so that's that's kind of my main um thing on tiktok at the moment what about you guys I am um, on a health journey, as they say. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and so a lot of the TikToks that I'm coming across are people who are on similar journeys. But there is one woman, her name on TikTok is finally Allison. And she's wonderful. That name sounds very familiar. She um she's lost like 140 pounds naturally, diet, exercise. And she's super cool. She has like cool hair. And she has, I don't know, she's just cool. And I, I watch her because she gives me a lot of ideas for you love? Do you love her? I love her. I love her so much. Up. She's the one with the pants. The pants. The pants. That's how. So she just stumbled. I stumbled across her on my for you yeah. page a couple, like probably two years ago, a year ago. I don't even know. And she wanted to lose weight to fit in a oh. seat at a certain concert venue or something. And so she had oh. the pants on of like these are the pants that I need to fit in. And then she's just kept going down the line she's killing it yeah i love her um, she's so interesting. fun i've never seen her before and that's shocking that i have not i love her, her i knew that name sounded familiar her handle used to be finally losing weight and mm-hmm. um she changed it to finally allison i love that that, that is like, like oh. a coming of age moment where yes. i hear if i ever did hear one that's yeah. lovely so she has um she's raising money right now to have surgery to remove excess skin i didn't know that yes and so she has a a recipe like ebook that i purchased for ten dollars and she is going to fund her surgery through selling the recipe book that has helped her lose all of this weight and she's like less than a thousand sales away from being able to do it that makes well i love that so much that in there and that's one thing that because it has Chris and I, we, we eat a lot of her recipes. Um, I think that's one thing that is not like discussed enough about the weight loss journey is what to do once you get there and all of mm-hmm. the other stuff. Like for women, I'm sure their boobs are just sagging like oh, right. Like their stomach is sagging. Their arms are going to be sagging. And there has to be so much skin that would need to be removed for you to feel like so comfortable in the new skin that you are. Yeah, if There's you go to her TikTok, she um she is very, very open about her skin. And I mean, she wears like um she works from home, so she wears a lot of like athletic wear, mm-hmm. and a lot of it is crops, and you can see like the excess skin that she has. Um, so she's getting her belly, her back, her arms, and I think her breasts. Mm-hmm. Oh boy. But I mean, think of how life changing that's going to be when it's done, though, and healed. Yes, she's going to be like, everybody's going to be like, Allison, you need to put clothes on. This is you have to, you have to put clothes on. She's going to be like, no. I'm telling you, if I ever lose the amount of weight that allows me to just walk around in a crop top and a set of biker shorts, you better watch out, <laughs> Bridget. I don't know how to say this without offending you, but I feel like, and it's not meant to offend you, so please, I, I don't, <laughs> but, like, I don't see your, like, I don't see you as that. No, because I've never had the body to allow me to be that. No, like, I mean, I don't see you be, like, I don't know how you can, comp- like, she's bigger than you. I don't know what you're talking about. 
That's so cute, but she's not. <laughs> I don't you feel the same way, Danielle? I like feel the I, same I don't way. like I'm not trying to criticize Allison, but I'm like I'm looking and I'm going, Bridget, like in the pictures that I'm seeing, like you're in her you, her after photo versions. Her and I are about the same size right now. Yeah. Okay. I guess <laughs> I, I just don't see that as large. Oh, I thought you meant you don't see me as a biker short and crop top person. No, I'm, I'm saying no no no, 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 no. Like, I guess I'm like, because I'm summing up your I size. I see you wearing that now. <laughs> yeah. Like, I'm going, I see what she's wearing now, like on her thing. I go, that would be like you wearing it now. Sure. Sure. I'm not as comfortable in my body as she is. She's also been a 400 pounds and has lost 140. For me, I'm starting at her. Mm -hmm. Now. now that makes sure, sense sure but so if I, I were to lose 50 or 75 pounds all bets are off I'm not going to promise you that I'm not going to show up to training in a bikini I might do it <laughs> there is a woman and I cannot remember her name on TikTok who does like a lot of dances and she'll show her stomach she's lost a lot of weight as well yes! I love her I love her so much Yep. She is so fun. Let me. Hold She's on. got some moves too. She does. I know. My body moves. could never no. move like that. No. So for, speaking of dancing, somebody that I do watch is, I think his name is Jimmy the Greek. Let me look. Jimmy the Greek. Yeah. And he dances with his kids and he's divorced. Oh, and the ex-wife is in a ton of the videos, like always just in the background or she'll sometimes dance. And everyone's like, just get together already. So now like there's this whole like storyline between where his page started and you're waiting, going, are they going to get back together? Because why is she over there all the time? So it's really, mm -hmm. it, he's a very good dancer. So you guys will have to look him up. Jimmy the Greek. Jimmy he's the okay. Greek 7. Interesting. Yeah. And his kids are good little dancers. They got moves. I just can't dance. I, can I can't dance. dance. Uh, so I was in dance and gymnastics my whole life. Like, and I'm not kidding. I started dance when I was two, something like that, maybe even less than that. And I didn't stop until I was in high school. And my body has completely seized up. I am the least flexible person in the world. Mm. I can't. And I also have no rhythm. I'm just typical white girl like can't cannot dance cannot dance like it's laughable i can't dance either who so are I you don't. and people get very angry when you're not dancing at a wedding they will drag you out on the dance floor and so when you do you know it's not it's like that little, serious people it's uh, there is not enough alcohol for me there there needs to be some serious serious drinking for me to listen i overthink everything this isn't news to anybody right <laughs> who um who are you watching on TikTok? me mm -hmm. um okay so i love elise still mm -hmm. um i just adore her and i'm i just love her and she was on miss rachel and i know you guys are way past your <laughs> miss rachel phase yeah <laughs> in life, i saw that but, I, but I know yeah i did see, i did see i am very much so in the middle of miss rachel um and so that's been fun um, and I love her name's Chance. I love her so much. I love Chance. <laughs> I love Chance. Love She's like, hey, what are you doing? Nothing. Uh -huh. <laughs> I love her so much. It's just you'll like her, Amanda. She's yeah. just so oh, I just love it. She's just talking like on the phone to somebody, a friend, 
And it just happens to be through TikTok and you are on the receiving end. And it's lovely. Yeah. Um, gosh, I don't even know. There's so many good ones. Um, there is a more controversial one that um, I watch. I, I guess I won't mention her name in case <laughs> she's no, you very polarizing. Now. I'll, I'll tell you guys after. <laughs> okay. Um, and I love her as well. Um, and she followed me um, after one of my my video that went viral. Look at sort you. Sort of viral. Um, no, not sort of viral. It went viral. Well, yeah. And so she started following me after that. And she has like 2 million followers or something. And she's the one who has like the most, you know, follower count that followed me. And I was just like, <gasps> starstruck. <laughs> like, oh my God, she's <laughs> I love her so Do you much. feel pressure to put out content now? So you give her something? So <laughs> I did at first, yeah. um, I felt the pressure when that first went viral back in, was it like December? I definitely yeah. felt pressure. And then again, Danielle freezes. That's what she does. She overthinks everything. And then I just freeze. And so I didn't do anything. Like, I, I think I posted, I responded to like two comments with videos and then I just stopped. And I also, the video that went viral was of my, was of my son, Jet. Mm-hmm. And don't get me wrong, it's the cutest freaking video in the history of the world. I agree with everybody, but I feel a little weird putting him on the internet like that now. Um, yeah. So I don't know, but I did change my name um, on there. Um, I just added my name to it instead of, anyways, it doesn't matter. Um, but I changed my name a couple of days ago because I am newly uh inspired to be posting again um and just saying screw it and just posting i'm just posting about i just want to post about my life and so i have not (laughs) pulling the trigger on that again yet but um but i have some ideas of things that i want to do now because when i started it it was all about getting my sparkle back and you know postpartum is so hard and blah 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 but my son was five months old at the time, which, by the way, when we're recording this, my son is going to be one. In I know. Yeah. <laughs> Turns one on Valentine's Day and it makes me nauseous and yeah. also super sad at the same time. So I just want to cry all day. Are you doing a um, big party for him? Are we what? Doing a big first birthday for him? We are not. We are doing a very small first birthday for him. Um, we are just going to do the grandparents, us, the grandparents, and then um, Brandon's brothers and stuff because... Mm-hmm. Um, February, everybody has been sick, including mm-hmm. our entire house has been sick. And it's just mm-hmm. the way it's going to be this year. And it's better than Watson's. Watson's was yeah. during quarantine <laughs> when, yeah. when we had to have a drive-by procession of our family, like yeah. honking their horns and stuff outside. Everybody's all messed up. It was ridiculous. Um, but I feel like when I first started that channel, I so desperately wanted to feel like I was back to myself. And that's why I started it. And it felt so fake to me because I was, instead of it more being like, this is my journey through postpartum, it was, this is what I'm going to do. And this is going to make me feel better. And when I wasn't feeling better, when I was still feeling crappy and less sparkly and stuff, um, it just started to feel fake. And so I let it completely fizzle out. And Mm -hmm. I just don't think he was five months old at the time. And I just don't think I was far enough removed postpartum for me is very difficult. It is not as difficult as it is for some people. Um, and I'm very, very thankful for that, but I just don't think I was ready for what I was putting out there. If that makes sense. 
And that's kind of to go back to what I was saying. A lot of people talk the talk, but they're not walking the walk. That is Mm -hmm. what I'm saying. There's a lot of people who are putting out content just to talk, but they're not Mm -hmm. actually passionate really about the message. They think that they're doing it and that's going to be what the people want to hear. And I think you changing your your tone a little bit and really just be more conscious of what you want to put out there as opposed to what people want to hear. I think that's going to like do wonders for you. And I, I think I I was doing it because I so badly wanted to feel mm-hmm. back to normal 100%. And I when it wasn't happening, I was like, well, it's not working, obviously. And like, I should have just been like documenting my journey. Like, okay, hey, I did this. This isn't really working. You know, I just, I'm still like on the come down of, of postpartum. Breastfeeding's hard, you know, whatever. We're like when, after I had my, my older son Watson, it, I didn't start to feel like myself until after he was one. I really didn't. And then, you know, got pregnant again and then started it all over again. So I don't know why I was expecting it to be faster. I feel like so much of having a second kid, I expected things to be different because I knew what to expect at least a little bit. My body was like, "Mm -mm." Mm -hmm. like even breastfeeding, I breastfed for 22 months my son for 22 months. So when I started breastfeeding Jet immediately, I was like, this is going to be a walk in the park. This is going to be a piece of cake. And literally he's a week old and I'm sitting here crying because it hurts so bad. <laughs> I just, I was like, this is, this is supposed to be this hard. <laughs> no, it is. It's just, it happens. Mm-hmm. But when you're in so that I, hard, it's hard. Yeah, it is. And when your hormones are just mm-hmm. all over the place, oh Lord, are they all over the place? Yeah. And again, I'm so thankful that I had the experience that I had because I know that that is a very, it shouldn't be a touchy subject, but it is a touchy subject right now, especially in light of different things that has happened in other families and stuff. But um, I had it very easy with my postpartumness. You can't say that. If you have it, you have well, it. How somebody it, does it. Uh, you're is, right. Is you're on right. them. Mm-hmm. The only people who have it easier are the people who didn't have it at all. True. It's that's true. So remember that. That's true. But it's, you know, in in I Stop didn't it. have postpartum Stop psychosis it. or anything like that. I didn't even have postpartum Just depression. That. At least Just I wouldn't label it. That. That. Bridget Smacker. <laughs> this is the people pleaser that I'm not my life isn't as bad as yours. Stop it. Your life was hard. You this don't have to smart. downplay. This is why I was kind of quiet during when you shared the quote. Because I, I loved that quote. Um, but so many people want to play miserable Olympics with you. And I can't stand that. Hard That's true. is hard is hard yes. is hard. It's not and just because Correct. And just because, Danielle, your hard may have been less hard than the person next to you does not mean that your heart is not hard. I can't stand that. Mm-hmm. I cannot stand that. That's not true. to mention. And I'm not saying I can't stand th- that you're saying that. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying that I am also someone who has said, like, I'm having a really hard time with X, Y, or Z. And then someone returns that with, well, you should get a load of what's happening over here because it's so much worse. I do oh. hate that. Oh. Like one-uppers. Yeah. Yeah. I I have no tolerance for it. And we don't know what someone's endurance for hard is. So Danielle, mm, that's true. maybe your hard is actually harder who 
than somebody else who maybe you see had it worse. That's true. You don't know that. I just didn't want to seem insensitive to the people who it's not insensitive that are who, having way stronger of emotions than what I was having are, in that moment. You know, are they just speaking louder? Ooh! Wow! Oh! Like I'm seriously like over this, you guys. Like I'm like don't diminish your words because someone's just a little louder. She that says needs to go on a t-shirt or something. <laughs> Are they just speaking louder? Okay. (laughs) Well, thanks, guys. (laughs) Oh, oh, we both got a quote in the book. We both got a quote in the book. (laughs) Weird, though, because I'm pretty sure she didn't write mine down. (laughs) I'm going to. Don't worry. Don't worry. I'm going to. (laughs) You guys so much. Let me know when you want me to repeat it, Danielle, and you can take that. (laughs) I have this recorded. It's fine. It's fine. I'm going to go back and listen to it. It's good. All right. For our (laughs) listeners who have really seen the shift of our content, this is why we went back to this type of like recording. Yeah, we would have never gotten here otherwise. No, we are just having fun, having good conversation. The scripted is exactly what we're kind of talking against right now. And it's not like we were scripted before. No, but we had but it was a we had a plan. List. We had a yes. schedule. Which yes. love a good schedule. We know yes. this. Danielle loves a good schedule. But we're never short of conversation. And the more we forced it, the more like I mean, some good conversation did come from it, but I really value the this. This is fun. Me too. Um, and I will say, since you asked who I'm following. <laughs> This guy popped up on my screen on the TikTok, and he is, if y'all aren't following him, you have to. His name is Best Fetch Dog, is his account, and all he does, do you follow him, Bridget? No, I'm shaking your head? my head at how crazy. I have no he idea who this is. is. I hope I say this politically correct, and it's okay. He's a black man, okay. <laughs> right? Because yeah. he right. literally is, and he makes fun of white women. Oh, what's but it into it? It's all about how we will see a lion on the side of the road, pull over, name him, make sure he's in our car secure, like, and take care of any of these animals. He's like, everyone needs a white woman as a friend. And so, like, they'll sh- he'll stitch a video of some guy running away from an alligator or something. And he'll be like, you, I keep telling you guys you need to get yourself a white woman. She would have already, like, crocheted him a scarf, did this, and said, now, like, and he names every single animal that's on it. Now, William, I told you to behave this time. <laughs> and, like, it's hilarious. Oh my gosh. It's what is so his name? It's, um... Best fetch dog. Best Here. fetch dog. I'll, okay. I'll play one. I'll play one. This is only in Alaska. And it's a moose outside of Walmart. Oh, I can't hear it. Yeah, I can't hear it either. I was hoping that maybe it was just me. We'll, we'll link it in the okay. show. It's. But he's just passionate about it. And he's not, I had it up to the screen as opposed to my mic. That was a fatal error on my part. Sorry, guys. <laughs> That's why you couldn't uh, hear it. A couple other people that I follow, I've been following a lot of comedians. I've been having mm-hmm. a lot of fun, like watching their stand ups and sure. stuff. Kills me. Um, 
Pete Lee, who's a comedian. Oh my God. He's so funny. I saw him a couple of years ago when he was talking about how women talk about pockets in their dresses. Yes. Like, you say, Oh, I like your dress. And they're like, Oh my God, it has pockets. <laughs> like, I love him so much. He's freaking hilarious. It's true. I can recommend him. Um, also, Sammy, the, you know, it's Wednesday. Let's get dressed. Like, Oh, I love her so much. I if I, oh, uh, you don't? Here, she just happens to be up on my phone oh, yeah, right I now. Know her. I know. You don't um, know her? No, First but of all, do she's you know- covered from head to toe in tattoos. Love her. I love her so much. She only wears like super designer stuff like Gucci and Prada and whatever. She's British. So like the voice, hello. She's gorgeous. I freaking love her so much. If I could pick to look like anybody in the whole world, it would be her. Creepy. She'll never hear this. It's fine. <laughs> um, I just, I love her so much. And then there's a woman named Laurel. That's who I was going to say. I'm going to let his mom from the Midwest. Let's get dressed. I oh. love her. Oh my God. I love her. I so much love her. I'm obsessed with her. How many times have you gone on like Oceans website? Yes. Like thousands. Yeah. Oh, I, like we're going to do my 1110 leather. Yeah. I've gone on. I've gone on all of them, dude. All of them. Mm. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, when I do lose this weight. It's Laurel I want to be. I love her. So her style and my style, they're not even the same. Like she's very browns and yes. Browns, I guess, which I don't have any of that. But, but like it's brown I just with an edge. It is. It's, it's, it's brown just with like an edge. Slightly edgy, which I love. Hey, I love that so much. Her earring collection. I, every <laughs> I'm not kidding. Like once a week, I message her, not message her because we're not friends on there, but I sent, I leave a comment and I say, are you going to do an earring uh, uh, collection tour? Because I would, to. I need to see this. And just last week she was like, it's coming. It's coming. So I'm like, I know you see my comments. I'm sure. <laughs> so I'm sure. she made me think of Bridget. I keep meaning to send you her because I feel like this would just be you if you were her it's chip girl here no i don't know who that we is are just not on the same side of tiktok we're not her name's burgundy but she has a chip burgundy. in her hand that actually like unlocks her house and stuff like she's so she's going to school to be a lawyer mm-hmm. and her husband does something that is goo dollars like they live in this huge house that's the one that i was telling you that her dogs have like their own little house in their backyard oh yeah i saw this, I saw this. I just that they, just popped up on my for you page. Like, it is Bridget. She's just blonde. I just saw the dogs in the house, but I'm <laughs> obsessed. You have what the dog handle. What Bridget? What is her name? Chip I'm girl a, here. Chip girl here. Okay. Yep. Yeah, she's she's why, happy. She's why do you have a house like that for your dogs? And how do I get one? Well, you should see her house. My neighbors would have serious problems, but I <laughs> don't care. She has elevators in her house. Are her dogs not allowed inside? Like, what's the oh, they're definitely... just because they're fancy and they yeah. Can. I think they just enjoy like their little dog house. Their dog house is better than most people's houses. So <laughs> it was literally amazing. It's... It was, and she was like, you know, she had two dogs out there. I think and she was yeah. like, oh, did they sleep in their beds? And the one dog had like this little yes! blanket pulled up all over his. It's it so they are good pups. They are good pups. Yeah, they're allowed in the house, so it's interesting. My love language is sending TikToks, so Mm -hmm. I expect TikToks from you guys. I never get them from you guys. I will start sending more. 
I will you should, too. because I love it so much. This is Brandon and I will literally be sitting like next to each other and we're sending each other TikToks. Yes, like it's Chris and I that's do that too. Do. That's how I we just, love each other now. I just show Marcus my phone and say, watch that. <laughs> <laughs> he did not find Chip Girl here as fascinating as I did. Oh, I'm uh, interested. I, so, I don't think I followed her, but I did send it to Brandon. So I'll go back and find it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She Guys, my ever, computer's at um my computer is at critical level. Critical 3%. level. Okay. 3%. Oh, cool, 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 cool. We I mean we went way over. Yeah, it's, way it's, been, over. it's been a run. Mm-hmm. Um we don't edit this. So if you're still here, <laughs> you're not. Let's you're not. And you're that's not. unfortunate because you missed Amanda's quote, which was <laughs> Are they just speaking louder? Are they just speaking louder? Are they just speaking louder? I'm putting this somewhere. Um, I'll, right I'll Amanda, go ahead. You and... live right here. Bridget, yours will, yours will go right here. There's more words Amanda, on hers is, is all. <laughs> yeah. If you're going to drown, don't do it next to a dog. There you go. That's wise one. words. Those are really wise words. I mean, I feel left out. I feel left out. I should have said something meaningful. You're always meaningful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> always. Amanda. <laughs> All right, before Bridget dies. Yes. I mean, her computer dies. Well, <laughs> Gosh. I quickly fixed that. Ooh. Before Bridget's computer dies. Our next episode is an in memoriam. <laughs> <laughs> the good news is nobody is still here. So yeah. nobody nobody knows. Nobody They're has never going to know. <laughs> nope. That's a TikTok. All right, everyone. We hope you hung into this point, but I'm oh. sure you didn't. But we will see you during the next episode. Have a good week, everyone. Bye. Bye.